is nice people. Nice to look at, too. She's lithe and lean and well put together. She's a hiker and skier and ferocious tennis player, which shows in the firmness of flesh in those seemingly slender limbs and in the tan that she never seems to lose, regardless of the season. There are those who say the two of us make an attractive couple, which I have to attribute mostly to Cat's appeal. I certainly can't make claims in that direction, since the face I see when I shave each morning is more on the interestingly rugged side than handsome. Call it the difference between a face meant for a cigarette commercial and one appropriate to advertise arrow shirts. The heights work out well, though, since at a hair under six feet I'm tall enough to balance cats five-eight, and both of us have hair that is about the same shade of dusty wheat. Funny thing, though, the people who claim Cat and I are such a fine pair don't know either of us very well. For some reason, we simply are not a couple. Not in the usual, somewhat extended sense of the word. Oh, I like Cat immensely. Enjoy her company a lot and like to go out and do things with her often. Whatever chemistry there is that makes a man and a woman into a couple, uh, it just isn't there between Cat and me. I like her as a friend, not as a potential lover, and I think she feels the same way about me. We haven't ever discussed the subject, but I think I'm correct in that assessment. And no, I don't think of her as a sister either, but as a very good friend. Anyway, she was absolutely right when she said that the view from up here was glorious. Down below, soft and green and winding, was Four Mile Valley, with a sparkling, twisty thread of creek running through it. Out in front, to the west, and way off in the distance, we could see the ragged white peaks of the Collegiate Range and the lower, darker sprawl of the mosquitoes. We weren't high enough to see over the rim into South Park, but it was out there, a vast bowl of grass set high in the mountains. And it was glorious. All of it. I took a deep breath of the crisp, thin air and felt entirely at peace with the world. It's exactly that kind of feeling that makes me love the mountains so. Cat and her friends live in the workaday world down below in Colorado Springs. I don't envy them a bit. I like it on the ranch my great-granddaddy homesteaded north of Lake George, and that's where I intend to stay running a few head of registered Texas Longhorns and raising a few good quarter horses for cutting, and occasionally taking on a few sideline ventures as well. We enjoyed the view in silence for a few minutes, and I stubbed out the butt of my smoke, from habit since there was nothing up here that could be considered burnable, and helped Cat to her feet. We walked over to join Annie and her beau. Oh, are you ready to start back down? There was a cooler of iced Coors down in the Jeep that I'd been thinking about for a good half of the climb, and it was still early enough that if we started now, we could make it up to Florissant to the Fossil Inn for a lunch of some of BJ's fine cooking. We, we can't go down yet, Bud said. 
He craned his neck and looked up the rock wall behind us. We haven't got a look at South Park yet. We need to go up there. I took a look, too, but I already knew the rock face that was there. I shook my head. That's too much to try without climbing gear, I told him. We came out to scramble, not climb, man. Uh, we can go up that. No sweat, can't we, Annie? He tapped his girl on the ribs and motioned for her to join him as he got up and moved toward the entirely too sheer wall. With ropes and pitons, sure, but that's no amateur free climb, I said. I've been up the thing before, Bud, and I promise you it isn't a free climb. Bud gave me an annoyed look. Well, you made it up, didn't you? Yeah, with two other guys who are darn good technical climbers. With ropes.